Welcome to the HVAC Financial Freedom Podcast. This podcast is for you, the HVAC business owner. Our mission is to help you create more revenue, profit, and freedom in your life. You'll hear from experts who will help you unlock the hidden growth in your business. Now your host, John Victoria. Hello and welcome everybody to the HVAC Financial Freedom Podcast. Got some of the swag here, got some hats and some shirts. Um, welcome to season two. Uh, we had a very fun season one, a lot of great guests. And uh, today I'm very excited to bring another amazing guest and we're talking email marketing. And so right now it is mid-January. Things may be a little bit slower than you might want, and I thought that'd be perfect to bring on our current guest because email marketing is one of those things that you can get set up now. You can begin hitting your database and generating potential leads and jobs from this. And this is in comparison to doing things like SEO that might take three to six months. And so this is a perfect time to be discussing your email marketing. And the reason why I'm so excited is that Zach specializes in email marketing for HVAC contractors. He's very well versed uh, working within Service Titan, implementing campaigns and really generating the type of business that you might need uh, in this low season as well as a busy season. So with that, I am going to bring Zach on and we are going to have a fun conversation for today. Welcome, Zach. <laughs> hey, how you doing? I'm good. Happy 2023. <laughs> yeah, you too. It came fast, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, it came so fast. Uh, yeah, for everyone who's listening, I mean, Zach, we're talking about how fast uh, the start of 2023 has been. Um, you know, had the holidays, and now we're rolling right into things. I don't know. Whoever's writing you know, the story of the world has just made it really busy for, for all of us. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, I think I was telling you beforehand, it's like, I feel like I started back in October, and it's been just a pedal to the metal since then. And we haven't slowed down yet. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Just it's just at neck breaking speed. So um, so yeah, so for everyone who's tuning in, yeah, we're talking email marketing today. And um the title of today's podcast um was why your email marketing sucks and what you need to do about it. Uh, because I think that there's a perspective that people might have that we're these experts at email, right? We send emails all the time, you know, it's so easy. You just gotta, you know, type something up and send it to a few people. Um, but when people end up doing that, they just don't get the results that they want. So Zach, I, I want to ask you just to set the context for people who might be feeling this problem. Like what's what's going wrong here? Like why, why are people doing email marketing, but it's not turning into the business results that they want? Yeah. Yeah, I think what you said is uh, is perfect. I mean, that's a big thing. It's like you're sending emails to employees. You're sending email. You might even be sending emails to customers. You're sending emails every day. So you think like email marketing. It's like, oh, that's not that big of a deal. I'm just gonna you know write up an email, send it out to all my customers. Everybody's gonna respond. We're gonna have jobs all over the place. And it's like, but how much thought did you put into into that though may when you think about emailing like uh another employee or a friend or something like that you're just getting 
you have a really you have an in-depth relationship there already they already know exactly you're they have a feeling of exactly what you're going to be emailing them on and so all that stuff is built up but when you're emailing a client or a customer then none of that relationship is there so you kind of have to build that into your into your email and then the other side of the coin there is uh, people are like okay well i would like to do email marketing but you know i need to think through all these things and i need to have them you know i have the need to have that silver bullet email that i'm just gonna send out so i'm gonna think about it for a month and then i'm gonna send it out or you think about it for a month and then you're busy and you don't send it so <laughs> you're like mm-hmm. either investing way too much time expecting this perfect email or way too little time thinking you just send out any random thing and it's going to be great yes and and that's and those are yeah things that people are facing and and also there's the technical side of it as well where um you know let's say that someone wants to run this email campaign um maybe talk to some of the the technical things that need to be done because you uh, you know if you just blast everyone I'm yeah sure there's problems that come with that too yeah yeah i think the um yeah that's a huge a huge thing like uh, one of the things that i always uh, like to think about or, or talk about is like you want to be you do want to send emails to your customers obviously but you want to be thoughtful about who you're sending it to because mm-hmm. you if you're as an hvac owner uh or marketing lead for your hvac company whatever that may be uh you're you're building a brand and you want to make sure that that brand is uh, is on it's on point and you don't want to just send out like this generic email that's going to every single customer i mean customers will start seeing that they get an email it's just, oh, well, I can tell that this just goes to everybody. And yes. that can be okay. You can send, you know, a Christmas email to just get people engaged. And that's cool. But if every email you send is a Christmas email, you know, essentially, or a, you know, 4th of July or whatever it may be, uh, a holiday email, let's say, or has that heart of a holiday email, then customers like oh well they're just sending something that goes to everybody it can apply it's not special you're not building that uh you're not building that brand reputation um and then the other thing that we've seen is like people get these sweet um systems for sending out emails whether it be service titan or another crm and then they're like okay well we got this we're spending lots of money on it. Yeah. We got this really cool email marketing system right. that has these really sweet campaigns that we can just set up automated. So we go ahead and we set up all these automated campaigns and, you know, I invest 40 hours into it and I'm like, okay, well now I don't have, I don't have to ever do anything on email marketing ever again because mm. I did it all in 40 hours. And then <clears throat> you realize six months down the road, that oh some of these automated campaigns i'm sending seven eight nine emails to the same customer every every week Mm. or you get down that down the road and or two years down the road and uh, customers like hey i I mean i 
feel like I saw the same same email like at the exact same time last year. It looked exactly the, the, the same. I mean, your your customers aren't stupid. Yes. <laughs> they, you know, they know things and they're busy, but you know, they we are as humans, I think we're recognized we are like I heard something saying that humans are like specially designed to recognize patterns. Patterns, yeah. And if you're sending emails in a pattern, I mean, they're gonna recognize obviously. It. And and one thing I want to pull out from what you said, and this this is something that came from our pre-call was um the way that we approach emails, the philosophy, it can't just be, I want to set and forget and automate it because the, the overarching principle is you want to build a relationship. Yeah. And so a, a quick example that I can think of is, you know, there's, you know, like during the holidays, you'll have friends that you haven't seen in a long time or someone who just wishes you like, oh, the happy birthday on Facebook or Merry Christmas or Happy New Year. But that's like the only communication that you have. Um, yeah. There, there wasn't a deepening. It's just, it's just like, hey, I'm here. But it's not, there's you're not cultivating and building something. And and I think similar to what you're saying, it's like if a business is just there, you know, during the holidays, I feel like it's the same thing. There's not. It's like expected almost. Like it's it's you don't get any brownie points for having done that. Yeah. Um, and it's and if you're especially if you're automating it, there's no relationship that's being developed. It's just this. You know, it's like, I just, I'm just going to check the box off, but who wants to be in a relationship where the other person just wants to check boxes off, right? You know? Yeah. It's, and could you speak to that, that, that philosophy? Because I, I loved what you said, like in our pre-call and I, I think that'd be really valuable to share with everyone. Yeah. 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 It is. A, it, you're wanting to develop, kind of going, um, like what I was saying there, you're building that brand and you want your customers to care about you because you and you probably care about your customers like you want sure. your customers <laughs> you you probably care about them i mean most hvac i don't think i know of an hvac company is like yeah yeah we're a family-owned business and we can't stand any of the people that we do <laughs> installs for. Yeah. like that's not that's not I mean, like, you know some serious good. problems man <laughs> yeah. Like you care about your, you care about your customers and you're like, yeah, we're a family owned business or we, whatever it may be. And we really love all of our customers and we seek to have the best customer service and all these things. You, if that's the case, you want to have that same, um, the same thing being shown through your emails mm. and you don't want to be just sending out emails for, for holidays. Like you're saying, um, that okay well yeah i get that on social media like my 500 or my 10,000 friends whatever it is uh you know they send they send me a birthday wish and then i never hear from them. oh but you also don't want to be like infusing them with like specials because then it's like okay well i'm only getting an email when it's a holiday or and i'm only getting an email when it's a special like you're not developing, you're not cultivating that relationship. You're not cultivating uh, having an engagement with with your customer base. And if you're just running specials, one of the things I would say is like, if you're running a special all the time, there's it's not a special. It's not special. If it's a special every day, there's not. It's not a special. Like anymore like, like cap so, scores like 80 percent off like, you know it's been 80 yeah. off every day this year <laughs> yeah yeah 
Yeah, and, and customers realize that. I mean, you just, if you, as a HVAC owner, whatever, as a general, anybody, if you think about it, you know those stores that you go into and they always have a sale going on. And you're like, okay, well, there's no sense of urgency to do anything here because I've come to this store the last year and every time I walk in, they have a sale going on. And if that's the what you're presenting through your email marketing by like every email is a sale, yeah. you know, customers, that's that's not developing that relationship there. They're just like, okay, well, they'll send me an email when there's a sale, but I don't really need to pay attention to it at all because, I mean, that same thing is going to be going on next week or next month and yeah. or tomorrow. It doesn't, like, doesn't matter at all. So that email marketing... And does need to have that mix of, okay, we're going to let you know, I care about you as a customer. I'm going to let you know when there's a special. I care about you as a customer. I'm going to send you an email on, on a holiday because we, you know, we want to have that relationship. Hey, I am thinking about you as a customer. So here's, uh, you know, like at the beginning of this year, we have a lot of federal tax credits on systems yeah it helps you as a business owner to sell a system but you are helping the customer too because it, it the you're not getting more money necessarily for by having a tax credit but it is something it's relevant information for your customers and that's you know that's developing that relationship so you do want to be thinking through that so what I'm pulling from what you're saying is, um, first, you can't just be automated and just being around the holidays. You have to be intentional, like building any relationship. We have to be intentional about how we're doing that. Part of that sounds like um, some of the communications need to be timely and relevant. So, yeah. you know, let's say with the new year, these tax credits, like that sort of information is helpful. Or if we're moving into the winter time or maybe into the summer, maybe there's certain things that someone might need to keep in mind um, so that there isn't a problem when it's 100 degrees out and the air conditioning goes out. And now, like, I'm, I'm worried about the health of, of, of my kids or an elderly um, grandparent who's home. And so just like getting people to think about these things because people are busy with life yeah. right? and putting it sounds like putting yourself. I mean, part of it is really empathy, putting yourself in your as an HVAC owner, putting yourself in your customer's shoes, like what are the things that they would find to be timely and relevant? And so I'm, I'm pulling some of these things out. And yeah. so I guess on that, um, for anyone who this, this email marketing might seem still confusing, like, could you give an example of what this could look like? Um, and maybe just like how the campaign is designed and maybe some of the results that might flow if someone is more intentional with how they're approaching their email marketing. Yeah. Yeah. So the big thing that I see um, with email marketing is, uh, I'm trying to think how to go with this question. Um, uh, yeah, the big thing with email marketing is you are is you are being intentional. You are developing that relationship. Everything you said is exactly exactly right. And when you're approaching it, you do want to put your uh, put yourself in your customer's shoes and think about. Think about also like what doesn't a customer know that I do know as a HVAC owner. Um, and that can be difficult because 
you once you know something, it's hard to think about a time when you didn't know those things. Yes. Like yes. <laughs> another thing that I, that is important is um um with like heat pumps uh, and this is going to be a somewhat uh area dependent i suppose but you can only service those at certain times and that's something you know as an hvac owner but your customer doesn't think about that they don't know that and you may not even think about that as an hvac owner like oh yeah like customers aren't thinking through this it's natural for you you're thinking about it every day um but your customers are so that's important that's relevant information and as far as uh you know results and like your approach like i said the approach is how do i want to be communicated to by by companies i don't really want to um be just getting an email all the time and we I think this is something we talked about before uh is we all have those companies that you sign up for uh, you buy something or you sign up for them and then you get an email every every day or every one three times a week or whatever it may be and it's like well it's something i care about i don't want to just get rid of it whether it's be um whether it be like sunglasses or bicycles or you know kayaks or other outdoor activities i don't know that's that's what i do all the time is outdoor stuff so that's what i think about but um but yeah, i've gotten like i was signed up for oakley before hopefully oakley doesn't get upset with this but uh <laughs> they'll like send me an email every day and i'll start i get an email and i just delete it as fast as it comes into my email box and Sometimes I'll like read the subject lines as I'm deleting the email and, and then I'll read something. I'm like, oh, that was enticing. Oh, it's, it's gone. It was, <laughs> and now it's like, I'm, like we talked about, I'm going a hundred miles an hour. It's been busy since October. So yeah, I'm not even going to go search through my trash to find, find where that email was, even though that subject line was enticing. Like, you don't want to do that to your customers. So it is that thoughtfulness of like, okay, what's relevant information? How do I want to be communicated? What is information that I know that's helpful for a customer that they that they don't know that maybe I'm just kind of anticipating that they would know. But I'm not also giving them information that's like, okay, well, this is just annoying. I've had I've had some uh, clients that we've been working with are like, okay, well, we've, we have this automated campaign sending out uh, emails for changing your filters and they get a filter reminder every, every month. And it's like, oh, yeah, that sounds cool initially. But then after like three months, that customer is just like, oh, this is an email that I need to delete. I know that I need to change my filters. So, yeah, you want to have some good campaigns in there, and might that might be something to send out once, uh, you know, once every six months, saying, "Hey, remember to change your filters every every month." But that's all you need. Um, just like you know, think about it as your friend. You know, you don't want mm -hmm. you you don't want. You would get annoyed if your friend was like, "Hey, did you like, change your filters?" I, like, bro, you told me already. Like, I got, I got, I got. 
Yes, I get it. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I didn't sign you up to be my, like, accountability partner. I don't need you to, like, remind me to go exercise or something (laughs) because I'm not exercising. Like, that's not that's not what you're here for. (laughs) But you have a friend, you're like, you buy a brand new house. You never had a house before. And one of your friends is like, hey, you have this house. You probably should change your filters every every month. And then a year goes by like, hey, so you've been changing your filters? Like, oh, yeah, you did say that. Okay, cool. I'll do that. Mm. Like, that's the kind of stuff that that is helpful for for customers. And I think helps customers feel that like, okay, they care about me, but they're not trying to be, they're not just sending me an email to send me an email and be annoying. So let me, um, so I love, so I, I'm hearing two ideas that someone could potentially implement as campaigns. Um, you know, the first one, and I actually want to run about this by you and see like how everyone thinks of it as well. But, uh, you know, if, if you are serving an area where there are a lot of new homeowners, um, I'm potentially imagining like, what if there was this email list that you could subscribe to? Um, and it would just be like key things like, you know, it, what, what do you need to know about when you're a new homeowner, when it comes to your HVAC systems? And it would be like a drip campaign, maybe it comes at different times during the year. So it's yeah. timely and they opted in because they are a new homeowner. Um, and then second could be, you know, there's these annual reminders, like you said, filters might be one thing. Someone could, I don't know, maybe design an email sequence where they know at certain points during the year, there is going to be issues and just having those reminders during that time would mm-hmm. what do you think about those as campaigns i'm i'm trying to think like what what could someone take like hey we're, we're going to try to implement something like this yeah yeah i think that's good i think that having something like that having having some like what we do with our clients is we plan out you know we plan out a year of what your emails are going to look like we try to stay away we set up some specific things for uh, clients as far as automated campaigns, you know, open estimates and so forth. Those ones are just no brainers. Mm-hmm. But then um, we set up a, a campaign a schedule for you over the year of like, what are some intentional emails that that would be good to send out to clients? And then, um, but we have a lot of flexibility in there because things do do change. So yeah, exactly. What you're saying as far as like a tip email, that would be something that would be something that we would sprinkle in and send out maybe four to six like tips over the course mm-hmm. of the whole year. Uh, so that's like, it, it does, that is still like one a month, but it's not the same tip. So one might be like, uh filters and one might be hey it's getting to flu season do you and there's like a million of them but do you have a uv light do you have uh uh wave or whatever have you thought about doing that it's important because you it's mm-hmm. going to help you um you know not get the flu so that's kind of a tip email but it also has it's also helpful for hvac owner because it's probably something that they they do sell um so you do want to be a thoughtful in there and then be able to like change two years ago i mean everybody or three years ago goodness (laughs) you know it's like 
you, you want to be ready for that stuff because it, we're talking that was in March and it's not, well, that's not flu season, but it was something that's relevant. Like, okay, we need to get information out to our customers now telling them about uh, whether it be um, uh, UV lights or whether it be like, hey, we can actually still service you even though we can't like talk to you or see you, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so having that kind of information, I think the biggest thing was, I like both the kind of campaign ideas you had. The only reservation I have, it's like having a, having a campaign that is set up. We try to stay away from campaigns that are set up to go for the whole, for a whole year and then just keep recycling mm. because the, it, cuts down on that flexibility and then what we find is do people do try to do that they yeah. set up 10 15 20 of those campaigns and that's where you run into that situation where it's like oh whoops i'm i might be i might have 15 automated campaigns with specific audiences mm -hmm. but um i didn't realize that a hundred or ten percent of my client base all falls into this the same same special uh audience that I created. And that oh, customer is getting 15 emails in yes. a in a week, and that's rough. But you know, as far as like um uh, you know, sp some specific campaigns doing doing things like that, as far as tips or as far as um um you know, holiday stuff is still good. You don't want to miss that. Um, we also have found a lot of success in some campaigns that, um, if you have a tech, if you have technicians in areas sending out a specific campaign, um, saying, Hey, we have a technician in your area. Mm -hmm. There's a, you know, sign up and we'll, you know, wave like sending, sending the technician out to you. So that's a super helpful campaign, both for, both for the customer and the HVAC owner, because it helps the owner. They don't have to pay for that travel and it helps the customer because they don't have to, um, you know, they don't have to pay the, pay the extra money they would normally yeah. to get somebody out there. Um, so that's a good, a good campaign that we've seen helpful but again that's something it's like okay well this is something we run every quarter at the most probably mm -hmm. um if i'm running that every month again okay well there's nothing special about that anymore now it's expected now you have customers mm -hmm. calling you hey i needed somebody out of my house you guys always run this special can i like can i get the special because i mean I obviously know it's not special anymore because I've seen it all the time. Yes. <laughs> and then they're like, no, we're actually not doing that right now. Now you have a customer upset. You mm. know what? So that's the balance there. Love it. So just pulling from what you said, there's like a few topics that we could have. Um, part of it is educational. It could be based off a of time of year. And then second, it sounds like almost like event based where like if there is a technician in that area, you're you're setting up some sequence to let people know within i guess like a certain radius or however that yeah. would work so then you know if someone wants to take them up like it's it's really a win-win see yeah. it's company time you know windshield time and then um for the customer you know they don't have to, to pay for that yeah 
Got it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's it. Just uh, that thoughtfulness of, okay, specials are good. Holidays are good. Information is good. Um, just a rate, just a general touch point that's not in, that's not tied to a holiday. That is good, but you want to have that all all um, spread out because mm. if you're just doing one of those all the time, that's not good. Yes. Or if you're doing just two of those all the time, it's like, well, we want to have five, six, seven different campaign ideas that we are kind of running on a cycle um to get that information out to customers and that's all about that's that building that relationship with your with your customer base um and that's what we really look for and i think that's a big thing that uh, a lot of people I mean, kind of going back to the name of the podcast why your email marketing sucks <laughs> it's like well you're thinking okay well, I know that this is good, so I'm just going to run that all the time. <laughs> it was like, okay, well, that was good, but but not all the time. Not all the time is the key. Some of the time. Just like, just like I don't know. It's all everything. It's the same as life in general. It's like a hamburger might be good, but if it's a hamburger every day. I was literally about to say the same thing. Yeah, McDonald's, right? <laughs> I love me a good Big Mac, but yeah, I eat it every single day. I'm I'm gonna be in the hospital. <laughs> That's what it sounds. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Love that. So let's um, so let's turn this into action. Let's say someone today they wanted to write their first email. Um, they're not gonna build out an entire campaign, but they want to write their first email. It's the start of this year. They're trying to think about what they want to do. What's a what's a list of questions or frameworks someone could use to design their very first email for their email marketing? Yeah. So um, uh, this would probably be best for one of our account managers, but some of the things that we are, you know we talk about in our in our meetings, it's like getting a lot of the stuff that we've talked about, just kind of bringing it down into one spot. Okay. Well, we want to have good branding, so. I want to make sure that this email has, you know, has my company logo. I want to make sure that it's in theme. I want to say, sure, make sure that it has continuity with what I have on my website, which is helpful, you know, on the SEO side too. So, you know, your first question is like, what is our brand? Okay. Mm -hmm. I got that dialed in. Now, how does that brand, how do I get that brand out? on this email. Well, you want to have that logo, you want to have that continuity and language. Okay, perfect. Now, what am I as a as a now let me put myself in the in the customer's uh, shoes. Why do I want to get this email? Like mm -hmm. what's going to make me care about this email? Well, it is the beginning of the year, so you could do, you know, uh a new year's uh, thing like what's your new year's resolution or happy new year's that could be fun so it's you could do that um but what's the more relevant right now like we talked about we have the federal uh tax credits okay now that's important information that you know as a as a uh as an owner but uh i your customers probably have no idea i mean i haven't heard anything about it really 
on the news or anything. Um, personally, I know about it because I work <laughs> with Interact. <laughs> um, but as a like talking to my you know, family, they're like, "Oh, I had no idea." Yeah, it's nobody's talking about it. So, okay, that's relevant information. So that's that second, maybe that second question. What's some relevant information that I can get? Uh, get this customer uh, that's going to you know be helpful for them. So then you find something you know right now you're you're doing that or you're getting to uh, getting to the summer. Let's say we're in uh, you know two months from now we're in February or March. Again, some of this stuff is is uh, location dependent, and that's something that we think through a lot with all of our our clients. But let's say I'm here in Arizona, so you know, start summer starts next week. Um, but uh, you're you're in you're in February or you're in March. Okay, well, what's relevant information? Hey, temperatures are going to start getting warmer. You probably should get your stuff checked out before the summer hits because. You know, nothing worse if you're in Arizona, nothing worse than being in your house and it's 115 outside and your AC breaks. Oof. Yeah. So, you know, I've had that happen. And you know, customers aren't necessarily, they're going, they're busy too. Your customers are busy. They're not thinking about that stuff. So those nice reminders that it, it are helpful. So, you know, you're... <clears throat> getting towards the end of summer and things are starting to get cooler and it's like okay well now we can start servicing some other things on your heat pump that we couldn't have done two months ago because it was too hot that's relevant information um so it's, yeah thinking through those what's relevant information i can get to my get to my client then you're thinking okay what what do what kind of information do I want to have in this email? Well, again, I like to put myself in customers' shoes, in clients' shoes. What am I? What's going on in my life? Well, I don't want to get an email with five. You know, what realistically in a in a, a bad email, maybe um, you know three hundred words. Like I don't have time for that. I don't have time to read hundred three hundred words. I have time for two sentences maybe so okay how do i get that message out in in two sentences okay now i have a plan for getting that message in two sentences now i want to have continuity with my subject line i want to have something that's not getting caught by spam filter so playing around thinking through good subjects lines what's a good subject line to put in there okay now i've got that dialed in how is that i want to make sure that relates to the two sentence information I have in my email. So those are some questions. Hopefully that answer, answers the question you had. <laughs> no, it, it's, it's helpful. So, um, so the type of email, you know, here's some of the characteristics you said, um, again, timely and relevant. Um, it has to match the brand. So there's certain things you won't talk about as a brand. Obviously you can cross off those ideas. Yeah. Um, the length is important considering that, you know, everyone's inboxes. I, you know, I cleared my inbox earlier today. Now I have 27 inbox emails. I don't know where they came from. So having something that can catch attention, but also is not too long. Yeah. Um, and then making that relevant to the subject line. Um, and then I guess maybe the only other thing 
to ask would be, let's say someone wants to send this out. Like, are they just doing this via Gmail or do they need like to do an like have an actual system to do this? Like what, if someone want to get started today, like what, what would they have to do to do this in a safe way? Um, Cause I, you know, I'm sure a lot of people might not, but if you don't know, like your, your email domain get banned if you do the wrong things and yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Good question. Um, uh, you know, I you're, yeah, you don't want to send it out through your Gmail. <laughs> um, and, you know, it's not going to be helpful because, uh, I mean, I guess maybe if you have an Excel sheet of every single customer and you can kind of quickly run through there and see what, uh, who qualifies for what, and then you can just copy and paste it into, <laughs> into the email. Sure. And maybe that would work. That sounds like a pain in the neck. So, oh, I mean, God. <laughs> I think that, you know, there's things out there, you know, like MailChimp I, is fine. You can do stuff like that. But, I mean, you want to have a good CRM. So, you know, you're, uh, you want to have a good CRM. I think a lot of HVAC owners that uh, I've run into have Service Titan, and it is a pretty good CRM. The other thing that you want is, like, let's say you can get something to work for you that's not in your CRM. That's cool. But you do want to track like what kind of success am I having from these emails? Like I can send out a bunch of emails and guess at getting, getting revenue, but you it's best to have that continuity between your, where you're emailing and your CRM. That way you can track the revenue. It's difficult enough to track the revenue when both of those things are in the same place. Believe yeah, me. Right. I mean, a lot of our clients have, have service Titan and it is difficult enough to like track that information and make sure that we're getting good results just in, just in service Titan. Uh, and we actually run an audit on, on the revenue for our clients because, because of that. But <clears throat> Yeah, you want to have a good CRM and you probably should look into what does my CRM do for email marketing? I think most of them, most most high quality CRMs have have something for, for email marketing. Um, and that's going to allow you to do, uh, do some other things that we, I think we've talked around, but I haven't really addressed specifically is like picking out specific audiences, picking out, um, being able to track Again, we did talk about this, being able to track what kind of revenue I'm getting in there. Uh, maybe being able to save some email templates. That way you can, you don't have yeah. to do automated campaigns, but you can go back and uh, look at some of the stuff that you have previously that will save you, save you some time. Yes. Um, and, you know, some nice things about CRMs these days uh, with email marketing is they will help you through some of those other things like, having good su subject lines and so forth. Um, but yeah, so yeah, that's what I would say. <laughs> is, oh, that's, you're just getting started. You know, take a look at what your, how you're managing your customers now. Yes. And I would ask if you don't know, reach out to your representative or whatever with your, um, with your management software, see if they do something for email marketing. If they don't, you know, see if they can, mm -hmm. if they don't, they, there are things like, you know, MailChimp and stuff like that. But that, I feel like that's more of a stopgap, honestly.
Yeah. And of course, Zach, I plug you as well. Like if anyone is currently on service side and using marketing pro, you're having issues or you want to get started with email marketing, reach out to Zach. This is his specialty. Um, you know, if, if we were all, if I were to try to figure this out myself, my brain would probably explode. And so, um, you already have proven results. He works with HVAC contractors already. And a lot of these, a lot of these things, he gets to see best practices across, um, the different campaigns. And so, um, so yeah, a lot of what he's sharing is it's, it's so timely and so relevant and, and really like, if you need help, reach out. And I'm, I'm sure Zach and his team would be very happy to, to support. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, I think one of the big things that you kind of mentioned in there is that uh, we get to have the benefit of working for multiple different clients and we can run a bunch of different campaigns and we get the benefit of uh, like running a bad campaign and going, oh, we're not going to run that for anybody else. <laughs> and, you know, it's like, out of every one bad campaign ends up being like a half a percent or less of all the emails, all the campaigns that we send out. But if you're an HVAC owner and you're sending out a campaign every week or something to a targeted audience, okay, well, realistically you send out one, you know, one bad campaign. I'm going to do math live here. It's going to be real bad. <laughs> uh, but well, it's like, you know, 5% of your emails are bad now. Um, so that's the one thing that we get to get to benefit from is we can make a, we can make a mistake and it doesn't, it's not that big of a deal because it's, you know, one time and realistically, everybody's going to make everybody, everybody's going to have some bad campaigns. That's just going to happen. And uh, realistically, you're going to have more than one a year, but we have a, we have the benefit of saying, okay, these have all worked this kind of stuff, this kind of messaging, these kind of words, this all works. So our success rate is a lot higher because of that extra knowledge base that you just can't get otherwise. I don't think. Yes. And, and that's, and, and for everyone who's listening, I mean, also this is why the, listening to the podcast and people are so great, really shortcut the process. You don't have to make the mistakes yourself. So yeah. whether you work with someone directly or you listen to the experience of someone or you read a book, really big value. And that's really what this podcast is all about. It's, it's improving yourself and not having to make all the mistakes, right? You know, the mistakes are painful enough. Someone's gone through it. Someone can help guide you, whether you listen and it just it just takes a matter of listening and seeing how that applies to your life. And so yeah. um, so with that, I think we got some some great actionable items that people can take. We have, you know, what we need to look at in terms of the structure, the software, the infrastructure that gets us all done, as well as a framework for beginning to design your campaign if you want to do it on your own. Um, but also the benefit of you knowing who to reach out to if you ever need help with your email marketing. So um, before we close, I want to talk briefly about um, some mindset stuff. You know, season one, we talked about financial freedom, people's perspective on it, but also just like being a business owner, right? you know, running your own business, whether you're just starting out or you've been in it for a while, there's a lot of challenges that come up. Yeah. And uh, one of the things that we talked about um, prior to this was the fact that 
it can feel that life is moving at a hundred miles per hour. And, you know, to be in business, right. It's, it's a statistics game sometimes where I think it's like 80% of businesses go out of business in five years. And so how, how does one have, in terms of mindset, like how does one give their full effort while at the same time running this marathon? Like what's your perspective on ensuring longevity so that someone can achieve success? Like what's your perspective on that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think a big thing is, is, uh, you know, setting proper expectations. Um, I mean, I think that's good in life in general, but, uh, like, um, definitely in this setting those proper expectations, what does that look like? Well, I'm a business owner and yeah, it is going to be a lot of work. So my, one of my proper expectations is I'm not becoming a business owner to not work. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing this because I know it's going to be a lot of work. If you go into it, knowing it's going to be a, a lot of work, then that helps out. The second thing that I think as far as like, how do you get through, how do you get through, um, being super busy? What's the mindset to have? I think one of the things that we talked about, I don't know if this is directly answering a question, but I think it's super important is, uh, um, you know, being, putting, building people around you that do, do the things you need really well. Like, like I talked about it with you, I don't feel like I'm super smart in really any category. I think my best, my best attribute is like looking at what other people do really well and uh, being like, okay, I want that guy to help me. And I want that girl to help me. Yeah. And I want, I'm going to go to that seminar because I need to learn that. Uh, but figuring those things out and then putting those things in place as much as you possibly can, that can also be a huge, a huge time saver. If I was, uh, um, if I was trying to design our email campaigns, like I would spend, I don't know, 20 hours trying to figure out how the design work, what I can have, I can put somebody in place that can do that in realistically, you know, 10 minutes or half an hour or something. I probably, mm-hmm. for the people that do that for us, they're probably like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It still takes more. <laughs> like, wait, 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 what's that? What's that? <laughs> <laughs> but, but you get, I mean, you get the idea. There's that people have certain skill sets. If you're not, if it's not your skill set, don't, don't do it. Put somebody in place that yeah, that is their skill set and they can do it well. And that's going to help out for, it's going to show, help your, um, your employees. It's going to help your customers, your employees feel empowered that way. I think your customers feel better because they're getting a premium product. Um, and I mean, that's what we strive to do is provide a premium product. I think that's what most, most HVAC owners want to provide a premium product for their customers and have that good customer service. So putting those people in place to do that and then just knowing, Hey, this is going to be, this is going to be a lot of work. This is going to be a lot of work. I'm not doing this to sit on the beach. (laughs) 
maybe one day, but like, especially getting something off the ground, it is, it is like you're birthing something like you're, you're bringing this idea into the world and all these competing forces that are trying to compete, like they don't want you to succeed. Like, and it's not like they want you not succeed. It's just, there's people already in the market and they're, they're going after the same customers. So it's not going to be a, a walk in the park. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Love that. So um, yeah, really great advice. And I, I, I think it, really fits into one of the themes we discuss on the podcast in previous episodes of, you know, really you are in a sense, like as business owners, we're, we're trying to connect up all the dots. We aren't trying to build mastery in all these different topics, but how can you design a system, um, you know, hire the right people, retain those people, give them the resources that they need in order to succeed and thrive. Um, because, you know, you, we just don't have enough time to, do the business and then also have a great family life and then take care of your health time short. And so really like as business owners, we're thinking, how do we design the system that can be a vehicle to create the outcomes for your customers and, and for your life. And so absolutely love, love that. Um, and so with that, I think we're, we're nearing the hour. Um, any last advice and also how can people get into contact with you if they're interested in reaching out? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think the last ad advice, I think one thing that we um, talked about a little bit before is like, is, as, and this is relevant for, for you and what you guys do is uh, you want to have a, you want to have a good marketing strategy and uh, uh, SEO is awesome and super important. You want to have that, but as I'm sure you probably talked to clients is like, Hey, this is going to be a process. We're not going to turn SEO on and leads are just going to be like flowing into your business. Like that's not re realistic. No. Um, and that's not necessarily the case with email marketing, but it is, it is a lot quicker, uh, a lot quicker process, but the things do, they do go together. So when you're thinking about your, your, your marketing strategy is like, okay, well, I do want to have, I do want to have SEO. I do want to have email marketing. I do want to have some kind of social media presence. I want to put these things together and they all work together really well. Like your SEO builds your email marketing, your email marketing builds your SEO. And one of the things that we've seen huge is you don't want, I think SEO is huge for getting you new customers. And then uh, email marketing, social media, stuff like that is huge for retaining those new people that SEO gets you. Um, what we've seen with a lot of our clients is, hey, you, you, have, um, you have a bunch of people in your system that have worked with you or have contacted you, have some kind of connection with them. Yes. And 10 maybe 20% of them have like some kind of uh, agreement, a yearly agreement or monthly agreement or something with you. That means that 80, 90% of those people uh -huh. don't. And email marketing, social media, they can turn those that, uh, um, that 80, 90% of your customer base into either subscribe, you know, subscribed people by having your monthly or yearly membership, whatever it is, having your membership, whatever it may be. Um, or 
by turning into basically what we call or I call soft subscribed uh, customers. Mm -hmm. And um, so they may not have a membership with you, but they when they think about their HVAC system, when they think about their you know heating system, their cooling system, they think about your company and they're you're not relying necessarily on seo to bring them to you because they're not going to google and typing in you know hvac near me or best hvac in uh buckeye or whatever it may be <laughs> they're just they're just going oh yeah i got this email from them a couple of weeks ago they they seem like good guys they've always given me relevant information oh, i'm just gonna pull it up but what's the phone number there oh it's just yes. called that or at some point they just have your number saved in their phone they're like oh yep Something went wrong. It's been three years. Something went wrong with my system. I'm just going to call call these guys because they've always treated me nice in the past. So I think to, that was a long answer, but uh, it to uh, bring it down into one little thing is you want to have that marketing strategy, yes. a full force marketing strategy. Pulling one lever is not going to, I don't think pulling one lever is really going to do it for you. And I think you bring up that and we'll close on this. It's like, it's a very powerful thing, right? You know, SEO may get you the introduction, but you still have, you need to build a relationship because if, if you only have the SEO front, you only capture people when they are like ready to buy. And that's their buying style. Like, you know, I have this immediate need I'll buy now, or, you know, I, I just see you call done, but there are other buyers who this is not the right time for them. Uh, they need some time to warm up to you and to, uh, you know, for you to gain mind share of like your expertise. And so SEO can make the introduction and it can make it the best introduction possible because it was relevant, Yeah. but you need something that continues to develop that relationship if they're not ready to buy right now. Cause otherwise, yeah. you know, they come back a year later, your SEO rankings are different. Google changes it. And so why miss out on building that opportunity? And that's why I also believe that SEO and email marketing, they, they, they work together hand in hand. Um, and so, um, and we'll talk about this later. I, I love to do a webinar actually on this at some point, but, but you'd be interested, but yeah, um, I, I think it's, I think there's, it's, it's a really, it's really like a match made in heaven. It's both organic and um, it's, it's incredible. So. With that, um, how do people get in contact with you um, yeah. if they want to reach out? <laughs> I'm not sure. I knew it was like, yeah, it's two questions, but I'm so long-winded. No, I think this has a really good point. Yeah, that's the, the relationship between them too. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so, I mean, uh, you can, uh, our website is uh, uh, henson.tech. Uh, mm -hmm. So you can get in contact with, uh, with us there. Uh, you can email me directly at uh, uh, Zachary at Henson.tech. Uh, you can call me uh, directly if you want. Um, my direct phone number is 623-692-8602. Um, uh, uh, we have, uh, you can find us on Facebook. Uh, goodness. Um, yeah, I think those are the four or three, three, four uh, main main places. So yeah, Henson.tech is a great place. Uh, Facebook page, uh, you can email us uh, anytime, and we'll get you taken care of. Awesome.
Love it. So thank you, Zach. And thank you everyone for tuning in. Um, hope you were able to take something away that you can take action on. Um, really, I, I, I say this, I said this in a few podcasts as well. You, you can listen, but if if you don't take action on it, nothing really changes. And so um, don't just be listening for entertainment. Let's actually transform your business and take yeah. some of these insights, take action, do something like it. Even if it's designing just the subject line today, you know, speed of implementation is a characteristic of what I've seen to be the most successful people. And so take action, do something today and um, see your business grow. So that's about it. Thank you, everyone. Um, hope you are enjoying our first episode for season two. And uh, we will catch you uh, in the next one. All right. Take care, everyone. Sweet. Bye. Thank you for joining us for the HVAC Financial Freedom Podcast. Follow us on StreamYard, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and check out our main website, www.hvacfinancialfreedom.com to find out how you can also achieve financial freedom.